Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Max and friends, he says what he wants. Ain't holding nothing back. Got the recipe for life, and he's inspiring. He's not scared of any topic from sextile to gossip. This is Max and Friends, and I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of Max and Friends. Whether you're tuning in on LA Talk Radio or you're tuning in on every platform, podcasting platform, welcome. If it's your first time, where have you been? We have been here for 13 years this May. And during this whole journey, there has just been an unfolding of beauty and love, which is what Max and Friends is about. You know, there really is the today's topic is the wonders of God. And what does that mean? For me, it means that where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be because we are still here and we're still here on air after 13 years of Max and Friends. Tweet me at Max Tucci, Instagram me at Max Tucci, get part of the show. Last night, literally, I, I could not sleep because I knew that my guest today was going to come on and we were going to just get into your heart space, into your mind, into your body, into your soul, and literally help you surrender with arms raised high. Because we're in a moment now of confusion, a lot of people. We're in a moment of anger. We're in a moment of fear. And the word said that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a sound mind. So your mind is sound. It's just you have to remind yourself sometimes. So in tonight's show, we're we're just here to remind you about the wonders of God and what you play in the role, because you do have a role. You have a purpose. And I'm glad you're here joining us tonight because we want to know what that purpose is. You could email me, max at maxtucci.com. Yes, people are like, you give your email. I do. Because when when you're here to do the work, you got to do the work. And you can't make yourself unreachable or um, untouchable. (laughs) So, you know, I can go on and on and on. But here's what I know for sure. Tonight, you know, I love Super Soul Sunday. And I know that tonight is going to be a Super Soul Day, no matter what day you're listening to this show on. Because we're going to fill your soul. I really believe that. We're going to fill your heart. We're going to fill your soul. And give you encouragement. Because we see every day the wonders of God in our life. And when I say are, I'm talking about my guest who will join me in just a moment, Pastor Lynn. She's going to tell you her story. And then after her story, you know, I like her story because it's, it's the play of history. Her story does have history. Her story has her story. And um, she'll share it with us. And then after that, we're going to get into some music because I know that music raises the frequency, raises the vibration and puts us into a space of worship. So we'll go into some music. And then after music, we're going to talk about how you can align with the wonders of God. And what does the wonders of God mean? And is there really a God? You know, there's the uh, color purple song. God is inside me and everything else. Those who have been and those who will come. So in that moment, I just want to play a song that back in the day, I used to drive around town with my grandmother and she was an immigrant from Lithuania. English was her second language. She was the cutest little thing you ever saw in your life. She looked just like the queen of England, all of five foot two with that tight, tight, tight perm white hair and that beautiful skin. And she loved to wear bright colors and she would get in the car and we would play this song. And in her own way, she would kind of uh, make up the words as she went on and as we drove on. And so this is just to go down memory lane for me so that I can get in the mindset of what I'm going to talk about in just a minute. So right now, Max of Friends, we're going to play one of my grandmother's favorite songs because we must honor our ancestors. And Max and Friends right now, let's hit it, Ronan. And when we're back, Pastor Lynn is going to join me. (laughs) Stay tuned. I'm your host, Max Tucci for Max and Friends. We'll be right back. Lord of heaven and earth 
galaxy you are worthy beyond our galaxy if that song doesn't give you hope then my next guest will because she is the creator of the people's hope global ministry i know her as pastor lynn but i'll let her introduce herself to you welcome to max and friends my friend my pastor pastor lynn hey max god bless you god bless you deep deep thou deep thou i love you max god bless you i'm so incredibly blessed. I'm humbled. I'm excited. Um, I am Pastor Lynette Lynn Horton. And I, I tell you, it's, it's, it's a, a, a time in our lives right now, Max, where we, we want to run to the place where we know is safe. Mm. And there's safety and love. God is love. God is love. Everybody, everybody wants to be loved. We all want to <laughs> feel love. We all want to feel it. We all want to see it. We want to experience it. We want to be around it. And and I tell you, just this this period of my life right now, just going through this this coronavirus, it, we we had to go and sit, have a seat. It was and yeah. be still and know and be still, be still, and, still and, know. and know. Be still yeah. and know that that I am God. Mm. Be still and know the God that's inside of me. Be still mm. and know that I have to turn in and recognize that there is a conversation that's been that that's being spoken, and and I'm willing to listen. And that's where I am. I'm mm. I'm I'm from. I, I grew up in Buffalo by way of Salisbury, Maryland. So both places I call home, and both places I found that there was nothing that could separate me from mm-hmm. what I knew as love. And it tried. Mm-hmm. It tried. I, I heard this song some years ago. The Gaithers sing it. Um, I love every kind of music. The song says the God on the mountain is still God in the valley. Mm-hmm. He's still God. 
Mm-hmm. And so where where I believe that we are moving into, Max, we're moving into a place where people are really coming into the knowledge of what they need. Mm-hmm. And when they come into the knowledge of what they need, they realize that they have all that they need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, you know, it's know, interesting because there, there's this saying that knowledge is power. And to me, I was always conflicted with knowledge is power because knowledge is good. But to me, the ultimate power is wisdom because knowledge is taught and wisdom is already inside. Yes. yes, And we have to be careful with teachings because what knowledge is to some is confusion to others. Absolutely. And so when we have that wisdom of God is inside me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Right then we can be still and know and bask in that presence. But, you know, you said you love songs. And what I love, there's the song from The Color Purple, which is called The Color Purple, the title of the song. And it starts off that says, God, not some gloomy old man like the pictures you've seen of him. God, not a man at all. God is inside you and everyone else that was or ever will be. We come into this world with God, but only them who look inside find him. Yes. So how did you find God inside of you? Let me tell you, Max, I probably was in the second grade. I was in the second grade, so seven. And you 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 may not remember any of these songs, Max, but we used to try say, me, pass the try me. <laughs> <laughs> these are folk songs. I'm telling you, I love folk music. And we were we were in class singing. Um, this land is your land. This land is land my, is my land. land. From, from California to where? <laughs> to the New York Islands. Yes. From the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made. This land was made. Made. For you and me. And I began to weep. I cried until the teacher took me out of the class. They said, whatever it is. But the only thing is I wept with my hands up. Mm. I didn't know surrender. I didn't mm. understand hallelujah. What I did understand is though the beginning was challenging, it was for my good now. It was challenging and I didn't know that there was a place for me until mm. that moment when I heard this land was made. And I understand that it was made for you and me, but I heard that it was made for me. And I know that that's when the light bulb came on, that there was a God somewhere. I didn't know inside, but somewhere that loved me enough to remind me that day that there was a place that was made for me. And during Mm. that same time, Max, we used to sing, if I had a bell, I'd ring it in morning. Yes, I'd ring it in the evening all over this land. And I remember having the same meltdown. Mm. I knew that there was something for me to ring. There was a bell for me. You to are ring. the bell, Pastor. Yes. You I are the bell. bell. You are the and, bell. And you ring that bell. And you yes, ring it. Yes, yes. And you ring it. And you know. Real quick, for those who are tuning in, I have the pleasure of seeing Pastor Lynn on video because we're on Zoom. But for those of you who can't see her, there was a very poignant moment when she said surrender with her hands in the air. There's a difference to surrendering in the hallelujah posture than there is in the pain posture. So explain surrender and why you had your hands lifted when you said the word. Well, I, I have to open, I want to open my body because during that level of surrender, I am receiving. I am receiving while I give. Because there were certain things that I didn't want to hold anymore. And certain things that I didn't know that I didn't have to. And so in my surrender, the surrender is not just to give up what I no longer need, but to, to receive what it is. And, and, and it's just an, an opening and a reminder that all that there is and all that I am and all that I'm going to be is already right there, right then, right now. And I am delighted. And so when I raise my hands at any point at the, at the traffic light, riding down the street, <laughs> walking in the grocery store, at any point, the hands go up. 
Yeah. And the surrender comes in. So be, the, the surrender says, even though Max, things don't always feel like we enjoy them to feel. But I tell you, I've been listening to this song called God Turns Graves into Gardens. Mm. Graves in the Gardens. And so even when I felt like some things were not alive, it was during those things. Oh, hallelujah. It's the magic under the ground. Rex, I'm going up again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm growing a garden on my deck and I've got these little seedlings and every morning I check them. And this morning I checked that the little things are coming up because they grow in the night. Mm. Hallelujah. They grow when it's dark. It looks like they grow in the daylight, but I put them outside and the sun burnt them up because they were so young. And But I brought them in and I watched them every day. And that's what I love about God, because even though it looks like we're sitting under the dirt, there's magic going on under the dirt. Mm -hmm. Right, That's the truth. And, you know, you did your work. And that's the biggest misconception. You knew that you had to bring them in, take them out, love them, give them the energy. You did your work. But I want to go back to seven. So seven, this land is your land. Pastor Lynn. Yes. It was for you. And then by eight years old, you were leading prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Tell yeah. us about it. Yeah, I, I was I was gathering the children in the neighborhood. I gathered all the children in the neighborhood and 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 said, let's let's go and have prayer. Prayer band is what we called it. And and I would go in and and <clears throat> here's what's funny. We we went to this after school program in Buffalo and this big glorious church, St. Mary's, and um it, you know, back then the Catholic churches were left open for people to come in anytime they wanted to. And I would always go in the church and my friends were like, what are you doing? But I'd go in and I'd go on the altar and I would pray. I, I knew two prayers. I knew, um, now I lay me down to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked that part. If I should die before I wake, I didn't want that part, but I knew that. And I knew, um, thank you for the world. So sweet. Thank you for the food we eat. Thank you for the birds that sing. Thank you, God, for everything. And that was the blessing over my food. I knew that. And, and so I would go in there and I would just pray those two prayers. And what does prayer mean to you? And what, how do you define prayer? Conversation. Mm. Prayer is open dialogue. There comes a time when you speak. There comes a time when you listen. There's a time that you receive. I knew. I knew that when I laid down, I was going to get up because I thanked him. I thanked him for the, for the day. Thank you for the world. So sweet. I knew that there was a blessing over my food. I knew that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I knew that, except now we can go back into the ancestry and we can go into the, the great cloud of witnesses that continue to keep me lifted and reminded. Let's go into that because yes, that's a huge baby. purpose of who we are. And I think, there's a shift happening now that I'm noticing about DNA mm-hmm. and about ancestors. Forget ancestor.com. That's kind of kicked sure. it off because there was a curiosity. But for sure. those who knew, knew, mm-hmm. you know, I have a rich history with my ancestors. I honor them every day. Yes. You know, and even on my phone, as you'll see, they're my screensaver. Because yes. what I know is that without them, there is no me. You see? I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> and it. And so... Let's expand what that means for those who don't understand. For those who say, you know what, Pastor? I feel what you're saying. I'm vibing with you. But how did you know? And that goes into ancestral belief. So how did you know? Let's talk about that and expand on that. You know, my my brother, I had a brother. He he passed when I was five and he was three. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing him after he was gone. Mm. So I knew, I didn't understand the seer. But I had seen him and I communicated with him and I was explaining everything to my mother. And so so I knew that there was something other than what we saw in the physicality. Even at five, I was sitting beside him when he passed and watched this match. I was sitting there and my cousin began to scream. She says, this baby isn't is breathing. And please keep in mind, we're at a prayer meeting in Lackawanna, New York prayer meeting, everybody's just kind of clapping and praising, praising God and praying. And all of a sudden, I hear 
I'm going where the wicked shall cease from troubling and the weary shall be at rest. rest. I was in tune that very moment as five years old. I remember that. And then all of a sudden my cousin says, as long as I've got shoes to put on my feet and food for my children to eat, everything is going to be all right. all right. Oh, how do you say be all right when the baby is lying there? But I knew that something above me was all right. And so I began to have these communications <laughs> with and I would see eagles fly. Long time ago, Nationwide used to have a commercial where this big bird, Nationwide, is on this. <laughs> and I knew then I was tapped into the angelic. I knew that. I knew that. And and this morning, true story, this morning I had a mammogram. So I'm there in the, in the, in the room. And the, the people talk to you just kind of keep you from being all upset and nervous and and she says, why is your first and last name the same? My first name is Lynette. Last name is Lynn. And I says, because at the turn of the century in Seaboard, North Carolina, my grandfather, who was a slave, was no longer a slave. He owned property. And his last name was Lynn, William Henry Lynn. And my father said, one day she'll grow up and marry. And I want her to always know that she was a limb. I want you to understand the power of property. Understand them. So I had that connection. Mm. And then I knew that there was a great, great grandmother. Her name was Roxana Deloach. Mm. And Roxana was a hundred years old as a field slave. And I connected with this woman. I wrote a novel on her. That'll, that'll be another story. It's, it's called Born for Fixing Folk. And I knew that I had to have a conversation with Roxana, called her Mama Roxy on a regular basis, which is what I did. And she said, write what I tell you. We wrote the whole book. The book is with the editor now. I can't wait for it. It's a masterpiece. I, I know that too. <laughs> yeah, so, so I knew that I was connected and that there was something that was tying me to the greatness mm. that I that I was birthed out of, that I mm-hmm. came from. So it wasn't the streets and the street gangs of Buffalo. I didn't come from that. I came from the glory. Uh, uh, though, though we came through the slavery, we came through it and we came past it and we became landowners. And this summer, Max, I'm taking a, a delegation of my family and we're going back to Seaboard to spend some time on those sacred grounds. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. So no, Ancestry, of course, you know, it's, when we know better, we do better. Absolutely. And every time we say their name, their spirit shall rise. Yes. And so for me, there's such an importance to Ancestry, but there's an importance too, to connection to Ancestry. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. a connection in general. And I have this connection with you. You know, I adore and I love you. I love and you. I come to your global ministry now every Sunday online, but yes. you do have brick and mortar. So we're going to fast forward just because the illusion of time is upon us. And sure. I do want to get into the wonders of God, but yeah. you know, I, you and I can do storytelling all day long. <laughs> so let's fast forward to when did you know that you needed to have your own ministry? Hmm. Well, I don't think that I never, I, I, I always knew I had my own ministry. Mm-hmm. I knew that because at 14, I was a citywide revivalist. Mm-hmm. How? I don't know. And so I would gather children and we would go and I would have preaching revivals in, in my grandmother's backyard mm-hmm. and we would, we would lay hands and pray. And so they got me to the place where they were calling me in, let this one lay hands, there's healing in her hands. And so there was always something there. So by the time I came to the D.C. area, um, I, I had been doing some revivaling and, and traveling, you know, what, what evangelists do. But the people were coming and they were coming to sit at my feet. They were coming to sit in my home. And I knew that I needed to take these people to a place that I thought was organized as organized. I don't want to call it religion because that would 
put a barrier around it, but it'll scare people. Opportunity. <laughs> and, and so there was a young lady who started to come to the church. And I remember saying to her, there's a woman in your family who is on oxygen. She needs you right away. Go, go and see her. Uh, and this is going to be a, a, a trip to New York. Now they, she had no idea that I was a seer. She had no idea that I was a prophet. She had no idea that I'd studied all major faiths and could could speak on most languages or most um, dimensions of faith. And Max, the girl, the lady says, oh my goodness, I have an aunt who's very ill. She got there. The woman was on oxygen. The day she got there, the lady died. So she says, whoever you are, I'm following. I'm coming to your church. And so when people came to the people's hope, excuse me, they came looking for hope not knowing that the hope was already a part of who they were. They were attaching the hope, their hope to mine. The, the Bible tells us that, that it's so incredible to remind us, I, I, I want you to remember the hope that was born in you when I created you. And so I knew that I wanted to bring people together at mm. the same time and tell the same story and relay the same gift and raise the same vibration for everybody no limits no dignities no doubts and this is this is year nine hallelujah this summer in july will be year 10 Mm. and i'm delighted year there is a shift from local to global (laughs) local to global you know because when the pandemic hit we had to shut the doors yeah but they were always open they were always always open what does the word hope mean to you hope is um Hmm. Hope is the aspect of faith and belief uh, coupled with desire and need. The Bible says Christ, the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. There is a raising of vibration for the glory that shall be revealed in me, in you, in all of us. That is hope. Mm -hmm. That is the desire for the need for great, greater, greatest more, most, most is, <laughs> whatever it is. And so on. <laughs> and and so on. No, I yeah. agree. And you know, I'm Max Tucci, your host. You're listening to Max and Friends. My guest is Pastor Lynn from the People's Hope Global Ministries. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a phrase uh, that says, take me to the king. Mm. What does that mean to you? You know, Let me let me tell you that while I was studying uh, uh, Max and I, I have studied again all major faiths, and so um, the King to me as a Christian is what we know is Jesus, the 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 Christ uh, centered Jesus Christ, the enlightened one, the Son of God. We also know that the King is the Godness, the Godhead, the idea of greatness and raising a vibration. I studied also uh, Buddhism. And I and when I learned nam yo ho rin kyo nam yo ho rin kyo I learned that it said, may I be as one with all that God has created, including each other and the birds and the insects and the dust. That is the king. And I was created out um, of the of the earth, and that's where God hewed me from. The King masterfully grabbed me, as with all, and formed me. That is the introduction of the King. And so, what I, the reason why I said it like that is because when when I say the people's hope, there there were times that the people's hope had stakes. We have Muslims. We are global, meaning not just across the world, but every faith. We have um, we have Buddhists that come. I am just delighted, and because there's there's no exclusion. Everybody yeah. is included. I want my choir to look like a rainbow coalition, and I must speak the language of those who I am spoken to to to, to support them in their healing and their hope, so that the king may look different to everybody. Mm. 
And I like it like that, Max. Mm. You know, to me, the king is love. Yes. And when I say I, I am of the I am, mm-hmm. I am of love. Yes. You know? And I think no matter what faith one practices, if the vibration of love is the faith, yeah. then love is the action. Is love is the action. Love is the action. Right mm-hmm. now we're going to play a song. And the reason why I said take me to the king is because that's the song we're playing here right now on Max and Friends. So mm-hmm. take me to the king. And when we're back, I'm going to take you into Pastor Lynn's mind. And we're going to yeah. talk about the wonders of God. Stay tuned. I'm your host, Max and Friends. Max, I am your host, Max Tucci for Max and Friends. I'm getting so excited that I'm already jumping to my next sentence. <laughs> All right. Take me to the king. We'll be right back. Options of you. I'm trying to pray, but where are you? I'm all churched out, hurt and abused. I can't fake what's left to do. Come on. Truth I'm weak, no strength to fight, no tears to cry, even if I tried, but still my soul refuses to die, Mm -hmm. one touch will change my Take me to the king, I don't have much to bring, my heart's torn in pieces, it's my offering, lay me at the throne, leave me there alone, to gaze upon your glory, and see
This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Is your heart broken? Do you have no more tears to cry? Are you in the moment of being in the valley where you say, why? Yes. Why? Well, here's what we're here to tell you with my guest, Pastor Lynn. Why not? Why not? (laughs) Why not? Because here's what we know. That there is a wonder of God. The wonders of God. And we're going to talk about that right now on Max and Friends because we're going to let you align with it so that when you ask the question why, you won't have to ask it anymore. Because nothing that you're given, you can't handle. So, Pastor Lynn, let's talk about the wonders of God. What does that mean to you, that, that sentence, that bold, bright, beautiful, inspiring, motivational, much needed sentence, the wonders of God? Now, now, see, Max, you're going to make me cry about this because the, the the wonders of God was what caused me to. Uh, Tamala said something so valuable. I wrote it down. She says, "A heart's torn to pieces. It's my offering." the The thing is, we we have some brokennesses, and or or we feel broken. Rather, we 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 have some experiences that feel like we can't do it, and we can hold it. The wonders of God accepts it. She said, this is my offering. I want to, I want to remind people that, that when we are going through some of the most difficult challenges, Pastor Billy says it like this, make your pain pay you. Mm. Through, you, you know, uh, you, my, my favorite singer of all times was Aretha Franklin. And we would have never had um, chain, 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 chain of fools. <laughs> Had she not been the part of a chain of fools, mm-hmm. we, 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 we learn through those difficult times that those very difficult times are the places that we go through in the and the wonders of God can take those very difficult times, difficult stages and cause them to to lift us and to cause us to lift other people. And, and Max, I served in the Air Force seven years. And I had a, a sexual assault while I was in the Air Force. It cost my career. I didn't, I didn't fare well as far as I was concerned. And I was mad at God because I thought, you know, I've been a good girl all my life. What happened? But now, Max, I get the opportunity to travel and teach classes on the wonders of God. <laughs> I get to teach classes and be paid for it. <laughs> I get to teach EFT tapping. And show the people that the meridians of their body were meant to heal. I could rub my forehead and change my disposition. I could tap on my on my eyes under that sit, tap my chin. I could tap on my and and it shifts everything that I'm feeling. There is a mindfulness that I don't have to stay. The song says, "You don't have to stay." In the shape that you're in, the powder wants to put you back together again. Not that you're broken, but that you feel broken. And the wonders of God reminds us, reminds us that we have the right to to take that very thing. And if you can capitalize on it becoming the next bestseller, the next television show, the next radio show, the next uh, workshop for sexual trauma so that God can take a piece of dirt and a seed that doesn't seem to do anything but sit there mm. and cause an oak tree to be birthed out of an oak, out of an acorn. That is the wonders of God. Yes. Yes. For me as well, you know, the wonders of God to me is, is, is simple in that no experience is ever wasted and that where we are right now is exactly where we are supposed to be. No matter what book you read of faith, of hope, there's always the hope that God is and God is doing. And never Mm -hmm. are we in this place where God is not at work. Never, never, ever. There might be a place where we're not at work, (laughs) where we're taking the time off and we're going up to the mountain to be still and to know we must do our work. And the wonders of God to me is defined as 
doing your work. If you, you want to see the wonders of God, you've got to do your work and show up. Show up is, is half of is half of the victory. You got to show up to do your work. So and for many people, truth. yeah, yeah, tell the truth and tell the truth and be authentic and transparent. You know, I had a conversation just a couple of days ago, and um, if you're listening, you know who you are. And I was all about transparency and authenticity um, because when there is transparency, nothing can be construed and nothing can be confused. Um, and I like when things are all on the table. <laughs> you know, I like the truth to be told. But um, and so it was important to me to be authentic and true to to knowing the truth and what's my truth, because it's my experience. And, um, you know, the wonders of God are really just the simplicity of waking up, of waking up. That is a wondrous thing right there. And breathing at the night. And, you know, we breathe and we don't even know how to. We're never taught how to. Our heart isn't taught how to beat in yeah. us. That yeah. is the wonders of God. You know, and then we start learning things and we start told things and taught things. And then all of a sudden we forget yeah. about the wonders of God. We forget that no one told our heart how to beat. We forget that no one told taught us how to breathe. We forget that no one taught us how to hear or how to see. Yeah. And then when we just reflect on that, that is the wonders of God working in you in this now moment. So show up and show out, right? <laughs> show up and show out. Yes. Show I up love and it. show out. But you know, so, we use, yeah, we, tell me. We, we use water all the yeah. time. And, and sometimes people think that water is only for the purposes of drowning. We drown in water. People are afraid of water. But I remember when I was a little girl, my, my mother used to sing, there ain't no danger in God's waters. Mm -hmm. Water, now we use water. We recognize that water is so healing and so calming. And when I was in Mexico, I just decided to jump in. I jumped <laughs> in and went to snorkel. And I had never just jumped in. It was the middle of the ocean. And there is a safety in the counsel of God. And, and when you are in the water and there's nothing between you and the sky, there is no safer place than what the creation that God has made. And he placed you right in the midst of his creation. Mm -hmm. it, he named it. He named it during creation just like he named us. And so, yeah, those are the wonders. And, and that's a safety. That's a safe place. Wait place in, in the water. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait yes. in the water, children. But, oh, you know, for is. those who are seeking mm -hmm. in this time that we're living in now, mm -hmm. how would you encourage them to witness the wonders of God and apply it and apply them to their lives. You know, I, this is, I would, I would invite them to come to the people's hope global ministries on Sunday afternoon, because there's always a message of love and hope. First of all, people, everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to feel loved. There's always going to be a message of hope. There's always going to be a reminder of your dream and your vision, why you were put here, what problem were you solved, born to solve. There's going to be a reminder. So if you don't understand God, you will understand, wait a minute, that felt good because God can feel good. You can understand that included me. I, 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 I may not look like her. I may not even come from the same place, but that included me. And I, and I believe that, that to understand that you can be accepted then makes a global acceptance, meaning I'll accept the fact that I could surrender to a God who truly mm. does love me. Yeah. You know, there's three things for sure that I know that you teach and preach is I see you, I hear you, I and hear you matter. You. And you matter. And, and you, you do that and you do that effortlessly and you do it welcoming okay. and you do it in love, in really in the spirit of love. For those who hate God, what do you tell them? Um, there, there is no hate. I, I tell them that hate is simply a lack of love. It is a love that may not be as clear or skewed. Uh, perhaps people, I, I, I remember feeling like I hated God. 
But I, I think that it's just a simple process. And I think if you hate God, you should say it. Tell it. We're overcome by the words of our testimony. <laughs> Tell it. And because God ain't, is, he's not a punk. He can handle it. Mm-hmm. God's really not a he either. That's neither here nor there. We say it. Like that. <laughs> God can handle it. I I hate you. I can handle it. He can handle it. And and I think the worst thing that we do is feel it and not say it. Because when we say it, we can get it out. Mm. Yeah, say it. What define God? Um, God is. Like the dew in the morning, simply rest upon my heart. God is, every morning I go into my prayer room and say, okay, Holy Spirit, you in charge today. Every day, I want to do it every day because yesterday I used that one up. I want another one. God is just another day that the Lord has kept me. God is a love that says, I hewed you, I created you, I knew you when you were simply a substance in your daddy's lawns. I knew who you would be, and I loved you enough to bring you here. Mm -hmm. God is peace and hope and joy. And God sometimes looks like, what in the, where (laughs) the, and then we do it all over again. So, so God is, is, is infinite wisdom, mm. infinite grace and gratitude. God is uh, love and magnificence mm. and magic mm. and dreaming. And it's all of that. <laughs> and God is all that is. All that God is. is you and God is me. And God is all that are tuning in to Max and Friends right now. There's a joy in my heart knowing that you're here, that you're listening to this and that you pass it along. What does belief mean to you? Belief is something that you, you it's, a, it's a choice. Belief is something that you must choose to participate in on a level or not. Um, what we believe is sometimes what we've been taught or what we have experienced, or sometimes our belief comes from what we no longer desire to even participate in. So it's a choice. And I like I like the word belief. And so it, even when it comes to the God that we know, I believe. And so sometimes belief is, is faith. Mm. What does faith mean to you? Faith is um, jumping out saying that this, this, this faith is that old lady with the children that said, you know, God, I'm going to just simply pray. And I'm going to trust that somebody's going to bring us something to eat. And mm-hmm. she prays and the food shows up. Mm-hmm. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence that may not be seen. It's mm-hmm. faith. That's faith. Hallelujah. You know, and there is also something about a belief. And if you were taught a belief and it became part of your pathology or part of your journey, that doesn't sure. resonate with you. Listeners, you know who you are right now. You have the opportunity, you have the courage, you have the determination, you have the ability to break that pattern yeah, and to break that pathology. It's inside of you. If it doesn't resonate with you, it is not for you. So if this show resonated to you, for you, around you, then I know Pastor Lynn welcomes you every Sunday to her church. Tell us how we can find it, because we got to wrap this time up, this illusion. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's Lynette. The best way to find me is from my sacred name, Nkichiaza, because I don't know of, of a whole lot of Lynette Nkichiaza on Facebook. It's one o'clock Sunday afternoon consistently. It's just about an hour. Lynette Nkichiaza, Lynn Horton. Uh, you can always go to Max's name. He's going he's gonna to be there. Lynette in Kichiaza, you're welcome to inbox me. I answer all my personal inboxes, even people I don't know. I do. Um, I, you can people can reach me by email. Preaching Lynn, P R E A C H I N L Y N N at Gmail. Perfect. So we've got to wrap this show up. I'm going to give you about one minute, Ronan. Just give me a little more time. Can you 
All right, I'm going to do it this way. <laughs> when God speaks, I listen. I'm going to close the show for me, and then I'm going to let Pastor Lynn lead us into a prayer for the week, all right, or for the moment. So where I'm coming from is from one of my favorite books, which is called Hashtag Know the Truth from Gordana Birnat. Truth thought number 13, you have to be the light in the darkness. I want you to take this with you into this week, into this moment, into your life. And remember this, you have to be the light in the darkness. You have to be the love in the hate. You have to be the calmness in the storm. You have to be the courage in the fear. So until next time, I love you for tuning in to Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Pastor Lynn is going to take us into a prayer for this now moment that will really Open up your eyes to the wonders of God. Pastor Lynn, I'm so grateful that you were able to join us. We're going to have more conversations here on Max and Friends, so I hope you'll join me and come back. Absolutely, Max. So much to talk about. We're going to have to do like a three-part special and just (laughs) book three hours of talk. (laughs) But until then, Pastor Lynn, take us into prayer for this now moment. And I love you. And I'm going to call you after the show. And I'll see you this Sunday. But right now... Here on Max and Friends, Pastor Lynn, I turn and I seldom do this, but I turn my mic over to you. God bless you. Most holy and all wise God. Thank you for the world so sweet. Thank you for the food here. Thank you for the birds that sing. Thank you, God, for everything. In this right here, right now moment, we surrender to the sacred yes. We say yes to our to, to our open doors and our opportunities. We even say yes to the times that we felt stuck and we just had to go through. We thank you, God, for an opportunity to simply change our minds and give it all over to you. God, we call your people home. We call them home to love. We call your people back to the grace of God. We call the people back to love and power. And we say thank you. We raise the vibration all across the world. And we say thank you. Amen. And so it is. Amen. Let the church say amen. I wish I had a tambourine right now. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll leave you with that. On that note, I love you for tuning in. Good night and good karma. Until next time, take life to the max. I'm your host, Max Succi for Max and Friends.